Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. And if you've been waiting for the right electric car to come, then you're like, you're like, I'm not sure if the, the Tesla is for me. I'm not sure if the GM is for me. I'm not sure if the Chevy Volt, whatever it may be. You've been waiting for the right EV? Well, it's here. That's right. Rolls-Royce has officially unveiled its first EV, the Spectrum Coupe. It's an all-wheel drive. It's kind of fast. goes from 0 to 60 in 4.4 seconds. The range, mm, not so much, 260 miles. Of course, it has all the instruments and the infotainments and everything like that in the front seat and the back seat. Their onboard assistant, her name is Eleanor, right? She can handle in-car tasks. If you're driving around, you're like, I wonder where there's a good restaurant. No need to ask Yelp. You can just ask Eleanor. Uh, let's see. It's a big car, 16 feet long. Yes, yeah, six 6.6 feet wide, 23-inch wheels. Those are really big. Uh, hitting the streets in about a year. You ought to start saving right now because how much do you think the Rolls-Royce EV is going to cost? Anyone? Anyone? Nope. Not enough money. Okay, you ready? The pricing starts, that's right, it starts at $414,000 for a car. Wow. I mean, I'll tell you, I recently bought a vintage Rolls Royce. I don't know if I told you this, but I can't afford a driver. So I spent all that money and I've got nothing to chauffeur it. Get it? Chauffeur. Oh, I know. That's really bad. Hey, on that happy note, welcome, boys and girls and ladies and gentlemen, to this. It's America's largest show about all things digital. That's right. We talk about all the gadgets and gizmos, saving money, your online security, your privacy, what's kind of left of it. It's called the Kim Commando Show because, after all, I'm Kim Commando. Funny how that works. And you can find us on over 425 top stations throughout the United States. Of course, we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And the easiest way to find it is just to search for my last name, Commando. And of course, you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7, three months of archives, commercial free. You're just going to love it. And you get 30 days free over at GetKim.com to sign up. Head over to GetKim.com. And as always, I like to thank our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio because it's just so wonderful that you guys and gals are out there protecting our great country. And you can hear the Kim Commando Show on 200 ships at sea and 375,000 American servicemen and women get the program in 175 countries. And of course, I'm always here for you. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 Once again, is the way to join us. You know, every single day I visit at least 30 to 40 different websites because I want to make sure that I am always up to date ahead of the bell curve on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about five things that are happening in tech news right now to keep you up to date. And we're going to start by talking about a guy by the name of Kevin Michael Bell. Kevin Michael Bell. You may not know that name. The guy's 41 years old. He's unemployed. He's down on his luck. Poor guy. And, and he needed some cash. And then there he is, lo and behold, on social media. And he thinks, oh, the angels have come to save me. And he sees an ad offering anywhere between $5,000 and $10,000 for a one-time quick driving job. Pretty great money, right? I mean, this is not Uber. Five to ten grand. Just need to pick up a couple of people and then drop them off. 
matter of fact, he had to pick up four people in his SUV that were near Sanita, Arizona. That's about 25 miles from the Mexico border. Four people. Well, you know, as you might gather, as patrol, as the Border Patrol agents tried to stop him, uh, he called his coordinator and said, what am I supposed to do? And the coordinator says, uh, Border Patrol, step on the gas, dude. At one point, the SUV pulled over. The migrants were told to jump out and run. They were quickly arrested. Uh, Mr. Bell was arrested, and he pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to transport migrants for profit. He uh, placed the life of a person in jeopardy, and he's scheduled to be sentenced on November 16th. He faces up to 51 months in prison under the terms of his plea. And Wall Street Journal posted a few of these ads. One says, we provide the car and the gas money you just need to drive, pay $2,500, swipe up. Yeah. So if you see a social media post on Snap, TikTok, Insta, Facebook, promising big money for a quick driving job, don't fall for it. As I mentioned, this is not over, folks. You could get arrested. 51 months in jail. Wow. Uh, Number two, Meta is melting down. As I was scrolling through her Instagram last week on vacation in Hawaii, every third post was an ad. I'm like, wow. So if you think that you're seeing more ads than ever, you are. It's not your imagination. There's a panic at Meta, you know, owners of Facebook and Instagram. And last week, the stock just tumbled. Uh, So the brains at Meta are planning to barrage us with more ads every time we sign in. But these type of knee-jerk reactions have unintended consequences because, after all, Instagram users are now still migrating to TikTok. So instead of generating more money for Meta, more ads are going to drive people away. And this could kind of trigger a death spiral as Meta places more and more ads and more and more customers fall away. Tell you, Meta needs a good cleansing. Might I suggest Metamucil? That's right. Uh, number three on our list is Amazon Prime Day sales gave away this big secret. Amazon claims that their past Prime Day sale, tens of millions of Prime members shopped and they purchased more than 100 million items. And aside from that, Amazon said nothing. But on Wall Street, analysts say households spent a whopping 40% less during this past sale as compared to the last Prime Day. And all this adds up for bad news for retailers. And so for the best prices on tech, just telling you, you want to wait to buy any tech items until the very last minute because they're going to go on sale. Number four on our list is TikTok Gen Zers are getting into trouble because one third of the Gen Zers turn to TikTok for money advice and they don't realize that Much of the so-called advice is provided by people who are not qualified. So really, if you're on TikTok looking for financial advice, what you want to do is uh, trust only licensed experts in your state for proper legal and financial advice, or, hey, you can always ask mom or dad. And lastly, this, coming in at number five, how many different kinds of chargers, each with different kinds of plug, do you have? The good news, it's all about to come to an end. Now, there's no technical reason why every handheld portable device doesn't use the same charger. Well, the European Parliament just approved a law to require all cell phones, tablets, cameras, headphones, basically everything to use the same USB Type-C charging port. Now, this law is still going to come to the United States in a while. And I say not a moment too soon, but I always say that Apple made a mistake naming their chargers. They should have just called them Apple Juice. Hey, listen, we have an incredible show coming up. You don't want to miss a moment. We've got some great tips about how to hide your phone number and, oh, how to tell if you're being stalked by an Apple AirTag. And, of course, you have more of me and more of our fantastic phone calls here on The Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. In just a few moments, how to hide your phone number, email, and friends list on Facebook. If you've never done that, you really need to. 
And how about we get this hour started with Frank? Hello there, Frank in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, I'm with the College of Engineering here in UW-Madison, and for the past 20 years, I've been working in the radiation oncology community. Um, That's awesome. And teaching them how to use tools, specific tools, to improve treatment quality and patient safety. And we've been making some pretty good progress, but the radiation oncology um, process is pretty complicated and complex and very technology-rich, if you will. And, you know what? Uh, it, it is. I, I when I don't know if you, I, sometimes I was talking about my mother's cancer journey. And I, yeah, and so I, I was down at uh, MD Anderson with her. And I don't know Very if you good. ever, if you know, um, have you ever met Dr. Taniguchi, Colin Taniguchi? No. Okay, he's an amazing man. He really is. He's a dear friend of mine. If you ever want to get a hold of him, let me know. Um, Great, thank you. And 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 Colin uh, does a lot of uh, the targeted radiation there at MD Anderson, the SBRT, mm-hmm. and he is he he you know he listened to the show, so he, we were kind of like friends on that basis, and then we came then he came to my mother's birthday parties and good stuff like that. But anyway, uh, he knew that I had a real interest in the technology, and so he took me into the SBRT booth when he was giving mom the radiation, and I was just. I was dumbfounded. I mean, I was floored by the physics that is happening in that room. It's just It, it is amazing. Phenomenal. It's amazing, it amazing is. they can accomplish what they can, I'll be honest with you. Oh, you know, I just, I mean, I, I was just, um, and, and he was, he just was explaining everything to me. And I was like, I, mean, I look, I'm finally like, Colin, you're like talking over my head right now. I have no <laughs> idea what you're saying. Okay. I mean, you're getting into like protons and neutrons and stuff. Okay. So. I hear you. But anyway, it's pretty you. amazing stuff. So, um, so now with your teaching, so, uh, so, I, so how are you, how are you doing that now? Or how can I help you with that? So um, along the way, um, I found out that, um, the community doesn't really have any kind of mechanism for sharing information or issues with technology or emerging technologies and new processes, etc. And uh, one of the teams I work on from the professional group of American Association of Medis- Physicists and Medicine, we were in a meeting a couple years ago, and uh, I said to him, I said, you know, you guys should have your own YouTube channel for doing sure, just that, you know. And all the old guys on the team, like me, laughed at me and said, sure, Oops, Frank. Hold on, just a sec. Hold on. No problem. Ian, I'm on the air. Can I call you back? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take a midterm soon. So, but yeah, anyway, I love you. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's Ian. That's my son. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. So, he, so here's a little something when you're, you have your phone on do not disturb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you have... Uh, you, you, I let my emergency contacts through on Do Not Disturb, so that's that's Ian. So that's my son. He goes to uh, USC. So now, obviously, you know he's taking a midterm right now. So Very good. Well, you know, USC is going to be part of the Big Ten in a, in a year. So Yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, so I'm sorry. Before I rudely interrupted you with the phone oh, don't call. Don't worry. That is awesome. Um, Thanks. So anyhow, they didn't have um, a good way of sharing that kind of information. Um, and so, you know, I told him, I said, you guys should have your own YouTube channel. And all the old guys laughed at me. And, but the young people in the team said, no, Frank's right. We should have our own YouTube channel. So long story short, we started a, a beta test program to 
see if we could put together a few short videos to, you know, share hacks and tips and ideas on new technologies. And I got uh, assigned the responsibility of putting the first one together. So, of course, I want it to be good. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, like a professional quality from Hollywood or anything like that. But um, we've done our our homework a little bit. So I've got I plan on using my iPhone 4 to do the the video because I understand it. It's probably as good as anything that's out there. Yeah. Um, But I I think I should probably have a microphone, too, and not do the audio recording on the phone. Definitely need that. Yeah, and I, you know, I know I could find on go to do some Google search and look on Amazon and probably buy one. I thought I was listening to you last week, your show last week, and I thought I'm going to send an email to Kim and see if she has any ideas. And then uh, the well, other I'm glad, question, I'm glad yeah, that you did. I'm glad that you did. Oh, the lighting too. That, yeah. yeah, those are the so, two areas know, I think just, that we have to do a good job of. Otherwise, it'll look pretty amateurish, you know. Although, and don't forget, you need like a really great voiceover. So like you can, in the beginning, like in a world at the College of Engineering at the University of Wisconsin, we okay, have so Fred. you just volunteer? <laughs> oh, no. You know what? If you want me to, I'll do it. I think it would be funny. You have like all these like things happening in the contact information. Mary Ann gave me her phone number. She said, oh, you're, in fact, there's another project that I'm going to be working on shortly that I think you'd be really interested in. And she said, well, when, and I explained it to her and she said, well, when you get ready to do that project, let me know, and I'll get in touch with Kim. So. Oh, well, that's awesome. Marianne's pretty wonderful, too. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to give you a couple – I'm going to give you a couple of links, okay? Uh, first of all, you're going to use a, a, a lab, and these are wireless labs, and so yeah. it's going to clip right onto your – you know what I'm talking about. It's going to clip right onto your, your, the collar of your shirt. You're going to do that. And um, are you going to be interviewing anybody, or is it just you? Nope, it's just going to be me, and we're going to be showing graphics. It's – you know, if we want to get this um, to, to be useful, I know you've got to have it be relatively short, you know. So we're doing like seven yes. to nine minute takes. And yeah, my vision is that there'll be a and, ton of these out there and people can search for exactly what they need, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's a good idea because YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world, right? And so these how-to videos and, and the other videos, I mean, they're, they just explode in popularity. One thing I would caution you on, try not to go over nine minutes ever. Uh, if you can even keep it yep. three minutes, four minutes, that would be preferred. Uh, when you start when you start uploading these videos, Frank, what's really cool is that you can go into uh, the analytics of your videos, and then you can actually see where the eyeballs are dropping off, where huh. people are clicking out of it. And I think you'll be shocked that after th- two minutes, three minutes... It's very rare that somebody will still be going on to like the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth minute, and things have to move very, very quickly. Uh, so anyway, so uh, DJI makes a, a really good digital wireless mic uh, that works with not just your phone, but also a camera. So in case at some point you want to upgrade that gear that you're not going to have to replace those labs. And then yeah. uh, just a really simple, you want a good light, good light, don't spend $20 on a light. You want to spend close to 80 or $90 on a light. It, that, the extra money is definitely worth the difference. So hang on the line. We're going to uh, give you those direct links right now, Frank, so that this way you can go get done what you want to get started, all that other good stuff. And if there's ever anything I can help lend a hand to, just know, just 
you know, reach out. I'm here for you guys and gals. Oh, speaking of YouTube, on November 14th, they're launching something called Handles. I don't know if you've heard about this. If your channel already has a personalized address, you can use that name as your handle. So just make sure that you check your account settings if you want to use something different other than your address as your handle. All right, over on Facebook, there's an insider secret to gain back some of your privacy. And you're wanting to hide your Facebook friends list. There's another benefit that scammers will have a harder time targeting your friends with this phony message that goes something like, I need your help. I lost my wallet. I'm overseas. Please send me some money. So in your Facebook privacy settings, look for a section marked how people find and contact you and make sure that all those settings are off so that this way you're not sharing everything out there with who knows who. Stay right where you are. We have more of the show coming up. You don't want to miss. All right, coming up in just a few moments, we're going to tell you how you can know if you're being stalked by an Apple AirTag. And then later on, there's a TSA scam to tell you about. But before we go back to all of your phone calls, uh, this one is really for the birds. I love this. I used this last week while I was in uh, Hawaii. If you've ever heard of the app Shazam, it, you can instantly identify whatever song that's playing. Well, now there's one for the birds. It's called Merlin. It was developed by Cornell Lab. There's four ways to identify birds. One, you can answer a few questions. Two, you can upload a photo. You can record a singing bird. And finally, just explore birds in your area. So if you're just curious and you're wondering like, oh, what kind of bird is that? Just fire up Merlin. It's absolutely free. You can find it in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. All right. Back to the phones we go with Denzel in San Francisco, California. Hi there, Denzel. Well, I first want to know what your tour dates for your stand-up comedy. One and one oh, <laughs> Oh, you know, I, I don't think you, I'm that good. Oh, I know you try, but you know. <laughs> no, I'm just, I know. I'm, I think. I think. I think the only place that I'll actually ever get booked is probably a smoke-filled bowling alley. Ah, <laughs> you know, well, nobody's there. Well, at least you'll get the bowl. So, um, uh, oh yes. Um, anyway, my question is: uh, looking around my house, you know, I'm getting up there in years, and thinking about the heirlooms and. Um, I know there's apps out there to categorize or list, you know, heirlooms and uh, what the story behind them. I'm talking, you know, about the, the pieces. You know, some of these pieces that we have are already about two or three generations. And so, wow. so thinking of leaving them for my kids or grandkids or whatever, um, I know there's inventory apps and fill that in. But I was wondering if there's one that you can add actual audio uh, so you can describe the uh, item you know, or the story behind the item in your own words so that once you're gone, basically, um, that your kids or your grandkids can actually hear your voice talking about it, you know, the inflections and stuff like that. Um, well, yeah, and, tell, and telling the story behind it and why it was yeah. so important to you and what it meant to the family. Um, give me an example of something that you have. Um, uh, well, we have a... Uh, a barbershop mirror that was in it's probably from around the turn of last century, <laughs> like around 1900 or so. That was my uh, father-in-law's father. I think he owned a livery. No, uh, he owned a livery stable. So it was, it's a mirror that was in the barbershop for advertising purposes. So we have that. Uh, we also have a chandelier from my in-laws. Uh, we have some items from my grandmother, um, marbles that were probably from the 1800s. Um, wow. Yeah, just some unusual things here and there. And uh, so we thought, well, we've written stuff down. You know, you can write the story and everything else. But I sure. thought it would be cool 
to actually talk about it because you know once your loved one's gone, you you know, you know every once in a while you want to hear their voice. You know, and no, that's uh, true. Back. That is that's 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 very true. I found myself I found a video of me talking to my mom like twelve years ago and I was like yeah. watching it. And it's so you know, and, and after the hurt, after the initial grief, it's some it gives you some right a smile yeah, and you, warmth, you know, in yeah. your heart, you know, yeah. to have that. Um yep. I'm I'm gonna tell you how I'm gonna get tell you about an app, but I'm also gonna see if there's another better way to do it. Since you asked about an app, there's an app by the name of Blue Plum Home Inventory. Blue Plum Home Inventory. Blue? I I don't name these things, I just pass them along. <laughs> you know, uh, Blue Plum Home Inventory. And unlike other inventory apps, it allows you to add a video. Right. So oh. you could add so you could add a video. Yeah, I mean, aside from all the other details, you know, as far as what it is, the make, name, make, model, purchase right, date, right. what everything it's worth, and all that. Uh, and you can take a photo of it. Is that you are allowed to add uh, a short video and, and attach that to that particular item inside the inventory? Okay. My only cons- my only concern, Denzel, is this: you're going to do the, your whole home inventory, right? And or you know all the heirlooms that you have. Right. And then what if the app goes under in five years? <laughs> True. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's why I'm just not sure if that's the best method to do it. Hmm. Uh, it. It might be easier to go a little old school. Not totally. We're not going back to the abacus and, <laughs> and, and scissors and paper. Right. But it might be kind of fun for you to... You can record yourself using your phone. Just get a tripod, decent light. Get a table. Put a black tablecloth on the table. Put the heirloom right there. Yeah. And record yourself telling the story about the heirloom, about the marbles, and about the barbershop mirror, and whatever it may be. Yeah. And then you can put all those clips together and put them up on YouTube in a private in a private video so nobody else can see the videos okay except for your family members and friends and then you can share the videos even before you pass so this way everybody has access to it and so we're not worried about an app not making it and i'm pretty certain that youtube some generation of it is going to be available Five years yeah. from now, I mean, it's it's the number two search site on the entire right. internet. Google's number one. So that's if you were tasking me with this, um, that's how I would do it. Yeah, it's a good idea. I never thought of that that idea. Then I'm hoping YouTube's still around in the next forty, fifty years. <laughs> you know. Well, here's the deal: is that if YouTube's, you know, if YouTube's not around in its current iteration, which it won't be, it's probably going to go AR, VR, whatever it may be. Right. Is that I'm I'm certain that there's going to be a way for for them to contact the channel owner, put up notifications. We're going to take this down. We want you to download it. Here's a way for you to do it to save it offline. Put it inside of a uh, inside of another online photo vault or whatever may exist five, ten, twenty years from now. I'm not really sure. Um, if I did, I would be making that product right now. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> so um, so, so you know, check out, try to do it, like I mentioned, tablecloth, black tablecloth. You can buy one on Amazon for 10 12 bucks, and then record yourself telling the story, which I think that's going to be the most amazing thing is just to hear it directly from you 
and in a format that we know that will be here for many, many years to come. And Denzel, thank you so much for your call. Over at Commando.com, we have a whole post about the best inventory apps. Like there's Home Inventory. That's good if you want to document stuff for insurance. I mentioned uh, Blue Plum, and that's for estate planning, that type of things. And then there's a no frills inventory app. You just need to get it done. And that's called My Stuff. All right, Apple AirTags, they've been all over the news. A woman used an AirTag to track down and murder her boyfriend. They're so small, you can just slip them into anything. So Apple has been trying to figure out ways to help us detect if these AirTags are around us. Now, if you have an iPhone, it should pop up automatically. Now, if you're on Android, not so much. You need to actually download an app called Tracker Detect. And you download that from the Google Play Store. But here's the bottom line is that going to take 10 minutes to tell you if there's an air tag near you. Like, what is up with that? So there's now a third-party app to solve that problem if you're on Android and you're trying to find out if somebody has uh, secretly put an air tag on your person, in your purse, your car, whatever it may be. It's called AirGuard, and it will scan your surroundings and trackers for air tags and other Find My devices. It notifies you when a tracker has been found nearby and even provides a map to show where you've been tracked. And then you can check the app to see your status. There's no risk, high risk. Uh, we were able to make an AirTag chime off of a Samsung phone. So this is a question that we've gotten here on the show. And I'm, I'm so pleased to say that we actually have a really great solution to tell you about. That finally, if you're on an Android phone and you're wondering if an AirTag has been placed near you to track you, is that now there's a solution. It's called AirGuard. And we have the direct link to it. And we have more information about how to use it, how to set it up, and some gotchas that you don't want to miss. And just head over to commando.com, that's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, of course, and then hit the link that says Kim's show. All right, still to come this hour, we have more of your great phone calls. And then later on, there's a TSA scam that if you're traveling with your electronics, you really need to be aware of. And of course, you have more of me. Hey, you never want to miss that here on the Kim Commando Show. If you haven't already, just a quick reminder that you can still go get our free Windows or Mac guide. Head over to commando.com slash free guides. And there you can learn some search tricks. we got keyboard shortcuts. We have a great list of freeware for your Mac and your Windows you don't want to miss. Again, that address is commando.com slash free guides. Commando.com slash free guides. All right. Let's see. Stephen in Atlanta, Georgia. You're up next. Hello there, Stephen. Um, had a question for you. It's kind of been a long process. I bought a phone, an unlock scratching it, iPhone 11 um, for my wife two years back. I put it on my carrier for two years. It was fine. And all of a sudden the other day it stopped working. It still connected to Wi-Fi, but it wouldn't connect to cellular. I went to my carrier and they said they couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. Um, went to Apple. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. Finally went somewhere else and found that it was on, had a negative file. It was on the blacklist for stolen lost phones. Um, it was put on there by another carrier, which I've never had an account with. Um, I finally got a hold of someone at their corporate office and come to find out now another company um, reported it lost and stolen and put it on, told them to put it on the blacklist. And there's a police report now. Um, I'm oh, kind of gosh. wondering You're what kidding. All of this? Ma'am. What a hassle. Yes, it's been about 15 days I've been dealing with this. So I'm giving you the short, the long story short. Okay, well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, we don't have to, like, relive every step of the horror, of course, man. Um, yes, ma'am. Gosh, you know, this is, this is awful because it worked fine for two years, and then suddenly it just went kaput. Um, 
Where did you originally buy the phone? I bought the phone off Woot.com, which is an Amazon subsidiary now. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I don't have a magical wand that I could, you know, tap on the phone and say, here, make the phone work again. But I think your best bet, because once you get on that database, it's so hard to get off that database because the carriers are really trying to crack down on these stolen phones, obviously. Um, if I were, if it were me, I would go to back to Woot.com, tell them this whole tale of woe and frustration that you've been having to deal with, and ask them to step in and rectify it because they probably have records of when you actually purchased it because they retain all these records. If they say that they don't, just ask to be have that your call escalated to the next level. Uh, yes, ma'am. Because they, data is cheap. File storage is so cheap. And right. that's why we, that's why everybody's storing everything. So I would go back to Woot, go into their customer service department. Um, you might, like I said, you might want to ask to be, you know, escalated to a higher level uh, because Woot should be able to prove that and to provide you the proof that you need that you actually bought the phone from them. And this was the MEI number. And so therefore the phone should not be on this stolen phone database, which it, by the way, is, is a really good point is that if you're ever buying a used phone, Make sure that you type in that phone's serial number into the stolen phone database. We have links to it over at commando.com. Just make sure you're not buying a phone that's stolen because sometimes it works for a little bit and then like then suddenly it just stops. And then the only thing left that you can do with that phone is, well, it's 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 really the end of the line. I mean, you're just at that point you're just gonna have to sell the phone for parts, which you're not gonna get anything really worthwhile out of that, just a couple of bucks as far as what compared to what you paid for it. So um, Stephen, go back to Woot, and if you need any help with Woot, let me know. I don't know anybody there, but hey, you know what? Sometimes when I call, sometimes I get their attention. So if you strike out, I'm always here to help you out. And again, thank you for your call. Hey, speaking of stolen cell phones, it's always a good idea anytime that you want to even think about buying a used phone is that you make sure that that phone is not stolen because the carriers don't want stolen phones on their networks, right? So there's a website called StolenPhoneChecker.com. Once again, that's StolenPhoneChecker.com. What you do is you enter in the phone's unique serial number, the International Mobile Equipment Identity Number, or the IMEI, and sometimes it's called the MEID or the ESN. I know, it gets all confusing. So just remember the website, okay? StolenPhoneChecker.com. Once again, that's StolenPhoneChecker.com. You know, I always love to take your phone calls here, but sometimes the question is just a little too hard for me to answer on a big time radio show and podcast. And so what we want to do is make sure that you can get help that you can trust, whether it's on your Windows, Mac, your smart speaker, your Wi-Fi, your printer, whatever it may be. Instead of just Googling the answer and then getting all frustrated because you don't know what you're finding, is that's why I've partnered with the folks to set up GetKimsHelp.com. Once again, that's GetKimsHelp.com. And if they don't fix your problem, then you don't have to pay, right? And, and it's very, very affordable. I made sure that it was affordable for all, everybody. So again, that address is getkimshelp.com. If you need some, you know, some handholding, that's, these are the folks that, that I trust, okay? And I've vetted them for you. And again, the address is getkimshelp.com. All right, so imagine you're going on vacation and you have to pass through TSA to get to your gate. Well, as you're fumbling around to take off your belt, your shoes, you put all your electronics in a bin, then maybe you're going to get targeted. The moment that your gear moves down that conveyor belt heading towards that x-ray machine, two people suddenly move past you in the screening area because they don't have any bags, right? And so they've got nothing on the, on the conveyor belt. 
And so the first person will go through security without a hitch. What happens next is that the second person still has their belt on or something in their pockets and alerts the TSA agents, and that stops you from being able to pass through. But meanwhile, your laptop has gone through the conveyor belt and ends up in what the hands of the first person who walked away with it. So that's why when you're traveling, always, always keep an eye on your expensive electronics. And in case anything does go missing, turn on Find My Device on anything you can or do what I do, too. With your luggage, I put an Apple AirTag in every piece of luggage. So this way, when the airline says they can't find it, I can say, well, I do. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.